Hey, y'all. Thank you guys so much for tuning into our year-end special of the Worlds of Country podcast. I'm your host, Andrew. On this week's episode, we'll be reliving some of our favorite moments from this year, going through some clips, some moments that I really loved with some of our favorite guests from this year. Hope guys enjoy this. Thank you guys so much for all your support this year. It really means the world. Thank you guys so much. Hope you guys enjoy. Our first clip comes all the way back from episode number three with our guest Morgan Johnston talking about her utter disdain for the app TikTok. Not real. And like the biggest reason that I do music is because I get to talk about real shit. And I feel like not like posting on TikTok feels very not real to me. So I'm learning. That's truly one of my favorite clips from the season. Our next clip comes from episode four with our guest, Hallie Kearns, talking about part of her musical journey and a project of hers that will never be heard, probably. actually recorded um, an entire EP before this one a couple years back, and it was kind of a, a wake-up moment for me where I got it back, and I was like, well, this isn't it. Like, this isn't what I want to sound like this isn't, and it wasn't, the mixing was great. The mastering was fine. It's just, it wasn't me. And I didn't know how to explain that. I didn't know how to get there. And it just took living a couple more years of life and writing so much more and playing and practicing and just figuring out me better to, to get to that point. But I'm really. Our next clip comes from episode five with our guest, Nora Collins, talking about the patience needed to make it in the music industry and the importance of keeping your head down and plowing ahead? Um, I, I would say the biggest challenge is um, just finding a way to stand out. You know, there's there's no lack of talent and incredible artists in Nashville. So it's like um, just trying to find a, a way to stay true to yourself, but also um, stand out. And then um, another thing is patience. You know, I feel like it's so important as an artist um, to have patience and just know like, hey, I'm pursuing this and this is who I am and my time will come. It's just you got to keep your head down and you got to do the work and you can't compare yourself. So- um, our next clip comes from episode six and we're back to the theme of TikTok with our friend Lauren Weintraub talking about her song, She's Mine and the craziness that happened on TikTok with that. And that was truly one of my favorite interviews from this year, which you guys should definitely go check out episode six if you have not heard it. No, I was, I was telling my, um, my mom, like, I, 24 hours before I made that TikTok, I was in, I was like having a little bit of a mental breakdown. Like I was like, I'm misperforming. I can't connect with people anymore. Like it's been almost a year of COVID. Like I was just so upset because performing is my big love. And so... I was just kind of thinking, like, how can I make noise without being with people? How can I connect with people without connecting with people? And literally 24 hours later, I was like, you know what? I've been driving around listening to this demo in my car, like exactly like this for a year anyways. Like, might as well just get it on film and see what happens. So, no, like my the, the most view that TikTok had had before then was 3,000. Like, I did not expect it to do anything. I was just like, this will just, I'll just see. And it went crazy. Up next, we have 
a few clips from episode seven and our friend SJ McDonald, including probably my favorite moment of the year, the vibes moment, which you guys will hear in a second here, and one more. I've always been artist first and songwriter second, but I feel like those are morphing into the same thing to become like not just an artist, but an artist like Jason Isbell, that he's like every little piece of who he is as an artist stems from his songwriting and his vision. And that's sort of how I feel now. You write a lot. You start to figure out how how you create and just how you vibe on people. I used to hate the word vibe, Andrew. I used to like, like this is such a stupid word, vibe. What the hell is a vibe? And now I get it. I get it so much. But yeah, it's all about vibing with someone and just like naturally connecting. And I think the biggest thing about whoever's in your crew is you should surround your people, your, you should surround yourself with people that make you happy and laugh and people that you look up to that work equally as hard. That's truly one of my favorite moments of the year. Our next clip comes from episode nine. And our guest, Jordan Rager, talking about his song, Colorblind. Shades of Blue or something like that. And me and Michael were kind of like, that's a cool idea. But like Keith Urban just had Blue Ancient Colors. So we might need to stay away from that. Like, let's try to find something else. And Chris looks up at me and says, well, what if, what if the song's called Colorblind? And I just got chills, actually, just right, right as I said it. Um, because... It was the most unique song title I'd ever heard to that point. Um, I had never heard of that angle on that hook before. I had, you know, like I'm sure there's other songs called Colorblind, but like I had never heard of it from that, you know, standpoint. And that was one of those rights where, and anybody who's watching this who has ever written a song with me or been in the writer's room with me can attest that this is how I write. When I'm really excited about something, I'm like, I'm getting up and I'm like walking around and I'm like jumping on couches and like, I'm just, I can't sit still when I'm excited. It was something to do. Our next clip comes from episode 10, episode 11. And our guest may Estes talking about her moist County. Down uh, is hope Arkansas and it was dry. It still technically is now it's, I don't know if this is a professional term. They call it moist, <laughs> the moist town. Uh, where you can get a margarita at like the um, the local Mexican restaurant or things like that. So they can serve alcohol and get a license to serve the restaurants, um, but you still can't buy it. The nearest liquor store is like 20 minutes away from my hometown. Town. Our next clip comes from episode 13 and our guest, Leah Marie Mason, talking about her time spent in the 70s rock band and her journey to Nashville. From North Carolina. So I grew I grew up listening to country music uh, just because of where I was from, but not because of my parents. My parents are from upstate New York. Um, really small town. My mom has one traffic light in her hometown. But um, super not country music oriented up there um my dad was in like a 80s rock band when he was in college and high school so I definitely grew up more listening to like classic rock I was in a 70s rock band when I was younger 
<laughs> so I sing like heart and Led Zeppelin and you know all the regular things that an 11 year old sings um our next clip comes from episode 15 and our guest Kaylin Robertson talking about her debut EP and the song Out of My Town because why not why, why not? Do we, why do we have this mindset if we're gonna spend the money to record a song and to write it and all this stuff like why are we gonna put all this work into a song and then give it one chance especially if you don't have a deal you don't have label people telling you oh no you only get one chance at radio with it and if it doesn't work you're done with it. you know what i mean i don't have that again back to like a bunch of independent artists i know they they feel like they have to follow this no screw that like i'm just trying to get my music out there and get it heard and it's working like posting a song that i released a year and a half ago i still get messages now from the tiktoks of me before you and love makes you blind i get so many messages of people saying they love the song and they're so glad they found him like yeah why would i ever follow some rule and some timeline you know back to our theme of tiktok our next clip comes from episode 18 and our guest taylor edwards talking about her song mean to me which went crazy on tiktok was the first of a bunch for her to go crazy on tiktok I wrote it with Josh Kerr and Emily Falvey and I'd had this, you know, memo, like this, this voice memo. And then this note in my phone of this idea called mean to me. And, um, I was like, I kind of realized during COVID, I think we all got to like sit with ourselves enough. You know, I was like, some of the stuff that I like say to myself on the daily basis is so stupid, you know, like, like little things, it's not even like, just, just little things. You're like, oh, I'm too sensitive or, oh, I'm too this or, oh, I'm like, and so I kind of brought this idea to them and Emily had this, this line, um, my self-talk pisses my friends off. And I was like, that's so true because some of the things that I like will say, or like I'll dream up in my head a scenario and I'll say it to a friend and they're like, oh my God, Taylor, no, like no one thinks that no one. Our next clip for you comes from episode 19 and our guest, Matt Gorman. Still with the theme of TikTok, talking about his song, Homeless. You know, I'll be completely honest with you. I think it took one. Because we were literally sitting in the bedroom and we were like, uh, we got to do it. You know, like we, we wrote this song a while ago by accident because I was over, I was at her place just playing the guitar. And I think she was like showering or whatever she was doing. And I was just playing it and she heard it and she was like, wait, I have an idea for this. And I was like, Okay, this is how it, this is how it works. Like it's as we write, but we weren't supposed to write. We were just hanging out, and I was bored. And she said homeless, and then we got talking. And the conversation essentially went like, uh, you know, if if we lost one another, the only way we'd pretty much feel is, is homeless. And um, that was the best way to describe it because wherever she's at and I'm at, we're going to West Virginia this weekend. It's going to feel like home because we're together. Our next clip comes from episode 21 and our guest, Kaylee Rose, sticking with our theme of TikTok, talking about her many, many, many TikTok blow-ups. Because why not? Why why do we have this mindset? If we're going to spend the money to record a song and to write it and all this stuff, like, why are we going to put all this work into a song and then give it one chance? Especially if you don't have a deal, you don't have label people telling you, oh no, you only get one chance at radio with it. And if it doesn't work, you're done with it. You know what I mean? I don't have that. Again, back to like a bunch of independent artists. I know they, they feel like they have to follow this. No, screw that. Like, I'm just trying to get my music out there and get it heard. And it's working. Like posting a song that I released 
a year and a half ago, I still get messages now from the TikToks of me before you and love it makes you blind. I get so many messages of people saying they love the song and they're so glad they found him. Like, yeah, why would I ever follow some rule and some timeline? You know? Our next clip comes from episode 25. Actually, we have three of them from this one for you from our guest, Josh Kerr. I was going into my junior year. Uh, Celia offered me like a full-blown publishing deal. Not full-blown, actually. It was like $12,000 a year. It was like a baby. Because I was still in college, too, and I had no plans of leaving college. So I would just come on my breaks and write songs. And uh, she was like, I want to sign you as a writer. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. And then I thought about it, and I ended up doing it. But, dude, I went home after signing the deal, and I'm not going to lie, I bawled my eyes out. I was like, I, why are they giving this to me? Why? Like, I am not good enough to be a songwriter. I suck. I'm not even, I'm from Buffalo, New York. I was like, I'm not even country. Like, a little bit. I don't know what on earth she sees in, in me, uh, Celia, at the time. And I was like, I'm going to let everyone down. So hardcore. It's going to be like, I'm going to do this for two years, and then I'm going to go find a real way when I when I'd started playing for Dylan, this girl actually in, she came into this room and uh, my brother was here because he was still in school. So he was like just hanging around the studio and he calls me, he goes, Hey dude, this girl, her name is Kelsey. You gotta, you gotta come down to the studio. She's going to record a couple demos. We need you to play guitar. I was like, okay. And so of course that was Kelsey Ballerini. And I literally told her, the first day I met her, I was like, if if you sign a deal, become an artist, I will quit whatever I'm doing to come play guitar for you. I'll, so it's just me and Rhett, and he comes into my studio and he goes, he goes, boy, today's the day you're going to learn how to be country. None of that Buffalo blood anymore. We're going for a trip. So we get in his car, and he plays me all this old country. We go out and we like move deer stands for him in this field. I'm wearing like... Yeezys and G like I look I am just like not I, I not country at all at the time and he said something that re has really stuck with me and he said you know in order to get into the songwriters hall of fame you need to have like it's literally like five percent of your songs ever get cut and I just kept thinking about that that was probably three years before I decided to put out music and I was like man I have these songs I love that I don't think anyone else is going to cut. They've been sitting around for a while. Why not? And so that's really what sparked me. And I had put out a record and I'm. That might've been my favorite episode this year. Our next clip for you comes from episode 26 and our guest, Aaron Kinsey talking about moving to Nashville as a 17 year old, right after high school graduation. It's one of the craziest stories we've heard this season. I was 17. I graduated high school a year early. And uh, actually, I forgot about the story for a while, but I my graduation was like at 7 p.m. or something. I spent the whole day packing a U-Haul. And then I took a shower, went to my graduation, woke up the next morning at like 4 a.m. and drove. I was ready to go. I was so excited to just be here, be immersed in it. And uh, yeah, I had I've been back for holidays and to see my family, but that's about it. <laughs> On episode 27, Kaylin Robertson rejoined me to talk more about her musical journey. And this clip is from that episode about 
her time as a teenager spent touring on an anti-bullying campaign. It's really cool. I actually, I was in town like, I don't know, last year sometime. And I was shopping in the mall with my sister and a, and a girl stopped me and she was like, Hey, like, are you Kaylin? And, um, you know, at first I was like, yeah, like, and I'm not used to being like recognized out. And she was like, um, you sang at my school a long time ago and I followed you ever since then. And I just want to say that I love your music and you had a big impact on me. And like hearing that, like, I mean, four or five years later was just insane to me because when I was doing it, I didn't think that I actually had an impact on anyone, you know? Our next clip comes from episode 28 and our guest Carter Faith talking about learning to stay true to herself and not chase trends with her music. I mean, I've definitely been there and I'm, I know I'm 21, so it hasn't really been a long time coming, but comparison is just like an evil game in life and especially in the music business. And I think I just, I think I just realized that why, why compare, like why be anything besides who I am? Um, and I still like struggle with that every day, like everyone else does. And I probably always will because I'm human. But I think I just really had to stick to that and to make a really authentic project. Our next clip comes from episode 29 and our guest, Rachel Wiggins, talking about her father and The Bachelor. So um, my dad is like a big part of my life and he is very picky about who I date boys, you know, he's bachelor, ba- the bachelor isn't going to do it for him. I don't. Oh, oh, he would. <laughs> I would. I'm 23 and I'd be grounded. I'm 23 and I live four hours away and I'd, I'd be grounded hundred percent. Like, no, that would not fly with him. If I even told him that I ever thought about it, he would be like, mad at me (laughs) yeah he's so overprotective which in high school I was like miserable but now I'm like okay it's for my own good whatever he does have a good track record he knows who's good and who's not and I should have listened to him so many times and now now he's gonna listen to this and be like I don't even want I'm not even gonna send it to him because I don't want him to to know that (laughs) Our next clip for you comes from episode 31 and our guest, Sophia Scott, talking about breaking a few of the rules in country music. (laughs) And uh, I, before I released it, well, to be honest, it has a it has a couple cuss words in it, which, you know, they didn't want me to put in and they wanted me to change the lyrics in them to have because they were like, country is never going to play this. Um, you know, you can't cuss. And this is just one example, I guess. But I was like, you know, if I change it, it's not, it doesn't have the same energy. It doesn't have the same. If you listen to the song, you'll know what I'm talking about, but it doesn't have, it would, it wouldn't have the same attitude and it wouldn't really be me because that unfortunately, (laughs) maybe for certain people with the cursing is me. And, um, And so I was like, you know, I have to be authentic to myself. I have to be authentic to this song. I have a song. 
Our next clip for you comes from episode 32 and our guest Ray Fulcher talking about branching out from songwriting into artistry and how he would never have been satisfied staying only a songwriter. Why wouldn't you have just been like a writer? You, you were having success and that would have been, and I, I always say like, that would have been, that's a great life. And like, that's perfect for some people. But for me, that's not the thing that kept me up at night. You know, when I was trying to go to sleep and couldn't because I was thinking about these, you know, I was dreaming. That was the thing, I, you know, I pictured, I, I was the guy bringing the, you know, on stage every night, singing, bringing those songs. And until I got that opportunity, I don't think, you know, I was always going to be, be working towards that. Our next clip for you comes from episode 33 and our guest Spencer Crandall talking about staying true to himself and not chasing trends. There's this interesting thing for me, at least when I realized like, what if, you know, my last album, the first lyric in the whole album is what if I'm just hundred percent me? And that was the question I asked myself in wilderness. And I think that's what I, kind of started this creative process for me of just really being authentic, not caring about genre, not caring about record labels, not caring about whatever. What do I think is cool? Staying in that like echo, like getting out of the echo chamber of Nashville, getting into my own head and like my, my co-writers and collaborators heads. And then just kind of dying on that sword. I think it's really interesting. And, uh, but it's hard to get back to the question. It's hard when you first move to pressure. You just want to, succeed and see your dreams come true and there's like a, tr a a lie or a trap that like oh it'll happen if you're just like everybody else and i think yeah. that feels creativity away from artists it's like in fact do the opposite be so yourself that people are like what the hell is that our next clip for you comes from episode 34 where hallie kearns rejoined us to talk more about her musical journey Absolutely. No. And I think if anyone tells you they know exactly what they're doing, they are lying to you because it's like you can become um, knowledgeable in certain areas, I think for sure. But at the end of the day, like this is a creative industry, so there's no structure to it. And it's all just kind of throwing stuff at a wall and see what sticks. Like you are just, you are just creating to the best of your ability and, and hopefully having fun with it. Um, but no, there's never any figuring it out. And I think that's why I'll be in this industry for a long time because I like that you can't, there's not like an end to it. There's not a, like, sure, there are milestones and that kind of thing, but there's no finish line. On episode 35, Peyton Porter joined me to talk about the year that she's had, a bunch of TikTok blowups, and the release of her debut single, Therapy, and everybody's invitation to the circus. I have always wanted to be an artist. Um, I like, all of this that's happening around me, like shows and releasing music and all of the visual, that's all been in my brain. It's just like I've been living in a circus up in my head. And now people are like, hey, can we come to the circus? And I'm like, you guys want to come? And so now I just finally get to let people into what's been in my brain for 23 years. <laughs> so it's like, it's kind of crazy, but because I've been planning my artist career, whether or not it was have ever happened, a lot of things have already been like thought through. And um, like, I know the kind of songs I want to record. I know what kind of stage setup I want. I know what kind of merch I want. I know what fans I want to see and what I want to like offer to them. Like I've thought about all these things. It's just now people will actually give a crap. <laughs>
On episode 36, Renee Blair joined me to talk about the process of putting together her album 17, which is out now wherever you listen to music. We've written, we always in Nashville end up writing sometimes a thousand songs to get to the 17 or 12 for a project. And you kind of know in the room, I, I, you know, I lean on my collaborators a lot. You can sense the energy when something is right. And when everyone kind of has that <gasps> moment. And so um, you need to, you need that magic feeling that sometimes you can't put into words. And so I always really try to chase that and keep that in mind as I'm selecting songs, as I'm writing songs, that it has to make me feel something really unique and special. And we've written. On episode 37, Caitlin, Cruz, and Mary joined me to talk about foregoing law school to, produce, to pursue a career in music and some of the lessons that she's taken with her from her days as a philosophy major. So I feel like it's helped me be a better songwriter um, in a weird way, to be honest, but I feel like it kind of like helps you like flush out different ideas and really like make sure they're solid. And it's actually helped me with songwriting and just to think deeply about things. I think that's what songwriting is all about is all these common ideas that we all share as humans, but songwriters are able to put them into in, words. In, in, yeah, into words that other people like don't have the words for. So, so I feel like on the final episode of this year, I was joined by Alana Springsteen for episode 38 and this clip is Alana talking about learning to listen to yourself and tuning out the outside voices. There's so many ways. I mean, just growing up as a person, there's so much change that happened. I'm a completely different person than I was at 14. But I think the main thing is just that confidence, right? Like knowing in your heart what your vision is and what your voice is and being sure of it. Because one thing I learned moving here, um, as amazing as it is to get advice and things all the time, the only person that truly knows who you are and what your path needs to be is you. And so I think just learning to listen to that inner voice and surrounding yourself with people that, that can give you good advice and guide you, but also knowing when to be like, no, this is me and just go for it. So Hey y'all. Thank you guys so, so much again for all of your support this year. Couldn't have done it without you guys. Really looking forward to producing more content for you guys in the year to come. Hope you guys have a happy holidays. Thank you guys so much. We've made it to the end of this year. And looking forward to next year with you guys. Thank God we'll have more content coming your way. Thank you guys so much again. Can't say it enough. Talk to you guys in the new year.